Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Bijou Podcast. You're listening to episode 35 of the Stacey June Show. It is a single Pringle episode today, and I want to talk about how best to swipe the slate clean, move away from people that are not serving you to make room for someone worthy. Single Pringle episode day. Hi guys, Stace here. You're listening to the Stacey June Show. Thank you for joining me and thank you for showing up every week. If you are a single Pringle listening holler, if you are not, there's heaps and heaps you can learn from these episodes. I wish for you to take some insights that I have learned about not wishing away my single life and flourishing in my alone time. That can work if you're in a relationship or not. I learned a lot of these lessons by being out of a relationship and I want to teach those today and over you know over the next kind of course of the year really look at the questions and the ways that that you, the questions that you have and the ways that I feel I I guess I I honed in on using the skills and the modalities and the alternative therapies and all kinds of different spirituality practices to be able to go within myself and really find the space to hone in on what I was supposed to attract and who I was supposed to attract and what I wanted to be and do. And I think the greatest way that you can do that is when you are on your own. There are absolutely no interruptions. Having said that, there is a really great opportunity for you if you are feeling like you've lost independence in a relationship to get some stuff from these episodes too. So welcome. Today's episode is another Q&A. It's it's a question that I have from one of you that has written in on one of my Instagram question boxes. I've got a couple that are coming up in the next few weeks. I'm going to tease them before I get to today's episode. Uh, The next few weeks I've got what, okay, here, I'll read it for you. What to do when a dude constantly just wants to have sex with me and never settle down, which is a great uh, question about, I guess, a common denominator in the kind of people you're attracting, which I'll hone in on in the next few weeks. And the next question is how to know if I'm settling and when to make the call. That kind of ties into today's topic, but I will do that separate as well because I think that's a really big one for when you're either out of a relationship and maybe thinking about getting into one or maybe you've been in a long-term relationship and you're looking to exit. So I wanted to kind of focus on that a bit more specifically. But today's question is about how do you best get out of uh, relationships that aren't serving you to make room for something that will, like the big one essentially I think is what she meant. Thank you for this question, Ed. I am really happy that you asked because I do think this is one of the most underestimated tools that we can 
that we can use to start to practice a very concise and clear vision of what our needs are. And I think what we tend to do is think that when we coast through relationships or maybe even one night stands or maybe even kind of fuck buddies or friends that are just hanging around that are really not promising much, you kind of sleep with them every now and then and they're just hanger on as ones that you know you can text on a late night or text when you're bored. I think a lot of the time these relationships we assume are really not that damaging, that aren't really doing any any real harm to the main picture of our game. And if our game is to meet someone or our game is to find some inner peace, some inner independence, to be able to, to really love being by ourselves, whatever your aim is, these types of relationships are often looked upon like they're not serious, they're not something that's going to get in the way and they might as well be there to fill in the time. Oh, how wrong I believe that to be. I actually think that this is one of the greatest um, mistakes that we make, that by filling in time, we think that it's going to potentially make the time go quicker or maybe even bring us to a place that is going to be where we want to be by staying in relationships, whether they're committed or otherwise, that are are not serving us. And when I say not serving us, I mean they're unfulfilling, they aren't what we want long term, they aren't even what what we want short term. We feel like we're second guessing ourselves, we're questioning them, we're dissecting their messages with friends. At the beginning of becoming single, dissecting messages and really going over and over stuff with dudes or girls, whichever way you bat, can be fun and funny and great. But then after a while, what's happening is you are kind of essentially celebrating shitty behavior. And when you, you, there isn't such a shitty behavior as when someone doesn't text back or when someone acts like this, that's shit. Sure. Some things can land under there. You don't fuck your friend's boyfriend and you don't, you know, write back in 14 days. But overall, there are a lot of different uh, dimensions that can go into these kinds of scenarios. I really don't think that there's blanket rules. I think one blanket rule is though, if, is if you're constantly questioning yourself, constantly down doubting their interest levels, constantly unsure about where they stand with you, that you are 100% in something that is not serving you. That's what I mean by unserving. And what I think is really important for us to understand is that if we are looking to meet someone or we are looking to attract things in our life, and it might not be a partner, it may be a job, it may be more money, it may be something to get traveling with. You know, there's other things that we're looking to bring into our life and we're single and we're thinking we should be able to attract these things. We should be able to achieve them. You know, it's it's only up to me. We forget about the actions that we're doing while we coast. And you can do all the work you want. You can do the meditation. You can go to yoga. You can do all the therapy you want. But if you're if you're expecting a big result, someone of mega worth, because you believe that you are worthy of someone so epic and so amazing or some incredible promotion or incredible pay rise, whatever it is, and you're sitting there singing it to yourself, affirming it to yourself, doing all of the work that you truly believe is something you deserve. And yet in between that time, you're filling in time with crap that doesn't really serve you, but you just kind of see it as not really being damaging. You are sending a message to the universe that everything you believe is actually not true. 
essentially when we look at the law of attraction or manifestation, it's an action. It's a conversation with the universe. So we start to converse with the universe without really even realizing we are. It's not a conversation that you necessarily have in meditation, say, hey, what's up? I need this, which it can be, but it may not be that blatant. And I think we need to understand that a communication or a conversation with the universe is done by your thoughts and your actions and your behaviors to something. So if you are looking for a person that is ready to commit, that wants some children, that is quite established, that loves family or treats you well, or maybe just wants to run away and have an adventure with you, but they are so consumed and invested in you and your relationship, yet your actions are accepting a guy that can barely commit to a movie with you, then the universe is communicating that the movie guy or the lack of movie guy is your standard. And then they're going to continue, the universe will continue to find you that standard because your actions said so. You asked for it, you acted on it, and that is what you get in return. You can think up all of the dreams that you want, and that is a really big part of the manifestation process where we really visualize our goals. But if then in our action from our day-to-day life, we don't back up that that's our worth and hold back from relationships or people or situations that make us feel like crap, then it doesn't, it becomes redundant. It's almost kind of, it's like a contradiction as such, or it's almost hypocritical that you say, I want this, but I'll accept something so below that because it's just kind of like an in-between thing. We really have to understand that every little action is playing a part in the main plan. If you've got a big plan, you might even have it on paper, you might have it on your wall, or maybe it's just in your mind, but you're not living that in terms of your day-to-day. It will affect the results. There is no denying it. And the other issue is, is that even if you don't believe or you're not really consumed and tapped into the law of attraction or, you know, vision boards or manifestation, it's actually working regardless of whether you're interested in it or not. The communication you have, whether you're, as as I mentioned, blatantly talking in meditation or just living your life and putting out there to the universe what you want without actually on purpose doing it, you're still giving a message and it's still being received. It doesn't matter if you're interested in it or not. It doesn't matter if you're interested in tapping into the stuff that I'm sharing as real great tools. It doesn't matter if you're keen or not. It's still happening. So you can deny it and then expect a different result or you can start to sit up and pay some serious attention to how you actually have a lot more control on this game than you realize. The interesting thing that I hear often is that there's there's a real two kind of headspace with working on yourself. And one of them is the therapist kind of self where you are feeling like you're the good girl almost and you are listening to these podcasts or maybe doing the reading, you're kind of trying to get a bit of a routine happening. But then day-to-day life, there hasn't been a whole lot of shift. You've got a friend in your life that kind of makes you feel like crap. You're not really loving your job. Uh, Your relationships with your parents could be better. And you're sleeping with a guy that has really kind of been on and off for a couple of years and is not going anywhere, nor do you want it. 
you could be doing all of these things or even one of them. And the problem is hard, but the problem is with doing all the other work and then not giving yourself the space, exiting from things like this, things that don't serve you. And they will change. Maybe at one point, some of those relationships did serve you. But once you do start to do the work and then things present that they don't serve you anymore and you do nothing about it, you end up cancelling out all of the hard work that you've done. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're if you've shown up and you're listening to these podcasts, I sw- I take my hat off to you, man. You're really looking to find a way for you to build a sense of self that is completely unique to you and that takes such fucking guts. But there really isn't any turning back. It's kind of like when you're in a bad relationship and you know in your heart of hearts that you have to break it off and you might not do it for another year, but that entire year you could never deny that feeling. That's kind of what the beginning of self-inquiry opens up for you. And that's scary because sometimes you don't want it to change things. But unfortunately, it's too late. If you're listening to these shows and you're showing up and, and inquiring about yourself and getting curious and looking to find your own spark and your own groove, it's too late. You've already done it. So there's a really good chance that the universe is starting to look pretty different to you. People around you are looking different. Behavior is no longer acceptable. There's some slight shifts that have that you might not be admitting to yourself, but have happened. And if you don't act on those, you don't clear out some shitty things or relationships or try and improve some situations to really build this new place that you find yourself in, then you get stuck, man. You get stuck coasting and you get stuck in this land where you're not quite moving into the next land, but you're not willing to move away from the last. And that's a really tough place to be. I've been there and I've been there for different reasons, not just in my relationship. I lived in Cairns for a little bit of time and I was about about 12 months after an eight-year relationship breakup. I'd never lived away from my family and friends. It was my first radio job and it was such a blessing. It was so hard to get into. Even the regional areas are really competitive and it took me a couple of years before I ended up getting that gig. And I loved it. It was so, so exciting. But I was pretty I was pretty lonely and I found that transition incredibly hard. I'd been with someone for such a long time and then when I wasn't with them I was completely spoilt with having my family and friends at my fingertips. I had a completely different social life and different uh, hobbies. I I was I lived in Melbourne, born and bred in Melbourne, so to move to quite a small kind of country town city-esque vibe was such a different thing for me. And I think this point is a really important one to finish on for this episode. I ended up attracting a a great guy into my life and I was quite fixated with him becoming my new boyfriend for a period of time. And what I realized once I stepped out of that situation 
realized I was leaving Cairns, realized he was not going to be the guy for me, even though I had, we'd gone on and off, on and off kind of, it was mostly friendship and platonic, but there was such a flirty kind of energy there because I really saw it as romantic and really resisted that there was a friendship there, but there was more and I was kind of thinking it was unaddressed and really creating my own my own reality of that situation because I I understood that romantic relationships were where we should be all aiming at that point. I, di- I didn't understand that there was some real importance and some real value in finding my feet and finding myself. And I, I really put a lot of pressure on a particular relationship that I dubbed as romantic that actually I don't think was, it, it wasn't romantic at all. And I look back on that and it was interesting once I realized that I really didn't need a romance but I was dubbing it as a romance because I didn't know life without some form of something and I took away the fact that I didn't need a romance. I was still quite fixated on something with this guy and to be honest it was because I didn't have many friends and I didn't have much of a social life. I didn't know people So what I found really interesting by that kind of that relationship that I felt very um, obsessed with and very stuck to was that it wasn't actually the romance element that really was hooking me in in the end. It was the fact that I was looking for this relationship to fulfill other parts of my life. And so if you are looking, and this is for you, Ed, if you are looking at trying to get out of something that isn't serving you, that you know isn't going to be great for you long term, and you want to create space for something special, you know, I think it's really, really important that we also are honest about what we're in. And there's a good chance that if you kind of look at it and go, well, this isn't the person I want to be with, so it mustn't be that romantic. So what is it that I'm trying to fill this gap? What gap am I trying to fill with this person or this situation? And it it could be all kinds of things. It could be issues with your weight. It could be self-confidence. It could be you've got an issue being alone. But all those things have nothing to do with a romance or a romantic partnership. So let's make sure that we're also not putting all of our problems into romantic the romantic box, because that also makes it fucking annoying when we feel like we can't live alone or live without someone when actually we can. It's other issues in our life that we're, we're actually needing to work through, not the romantic one. And it's we're so quick to assume that it must be that we want a boyfriend or a girlfriend because that's how we're taught that we should couple up, especially as women, you have a partner. But I think a lot of the time, deep down, we're actually okay without the partner for a bit, particularly if you were like me and came out of a long-term relationship. you I didn't need one. I had one for a really long time and I left it because it was crap. So when I started to have a hard look at myself, I was like, shit, okay, I was staying in this for nothing to do with the romance part. And that was pretty shocking in itself because not only did it it kind of confront me with the fact that I was sad and lonely and didn't really have friends, but it also confronted me of how okay I was without a partner. And that can sometimes be scary in itself because you go down a road of thinking, am I going to end up a spinster? I don't want to be too okay by myself because that means I might never meet anyone. Oh, bullshit. 
If you want to meet someone, you're going to meet someone when you are feeling as independent as you ever have been. If you still want that after you've found your independence, then of course you can have it. Let's not fear independence at thinking that it is the absolute D-date or the end of any form of relationship. Let's just get that really straight. So a few things to take away from today. If you are looking to manifest something in your life, whether it's a partner or something else, Just understand that the actions that you take along the way are telling the universe of what you want. It doesn't matter if you have a vision board and you kind of pick up pictures of things that you want, the guy that, you know, whatever he looks like, the girl that they look like, whatever it is that works for you, the pictures aren't enough. Your actions are actually what is the conversation you're having in a manifestation type arrangement. And like I said, just as a bit of a tidbit on that, even if you don't believe it or you don't do it, you're having the conversation anyway. And so you might as well start to tap in and get a bit self-aware. The second point is don't be scared of your independence. And the third point is that you really, really need to look at what you're stuck in and if it is actually about romance at all. I think those things will really help you get from a a transitional stucky kind of coasty phase to give yourself the space to attract what you want. You need a fresh slate. You need a really beautiful garden to grow the plants that you desire. And it's not going to grow in weedy, crappy, you know, terrain if it's, if it's, it's been kind of damaged and, you know, you've got leftover soil, like you've got the opportunity to grow things straight out fresh and just kind of rejuvenate that, then take it, absolutely take it. So I hope that answers your question, Ed, and I really hope that you you continue to send through your questions. You know, this podcast is really built for everyone to see See, I guess, clearly in what can be a really muddy situation. I see you. I was you. I am you. And it doesn't matter that you get into a relationship. You don't change as a person. I, 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 I was there, man. And I still am there in some ways in terms of finding that independence. Um, and that's a conversation for another day. But it is really important to continue to work on that because it is the greatest gift that you'll give yourself. And you never know what the timeline looks like. Also, the other thing is the only thing you can't control, because you do have a lot of control around the law of attraction and manifestation when it comes to what you put out there. The only thing that isn't in your control is the timing of it. And let me tell you, if you're 32, you're looking to meet someone, maybe you've been single for a few years and you're wondering when it's going to happen. And maybe the universe, I don't know, if we were looking down and at the earth and we could have kind of a, a bit of a crystal ball, you, you know, you had another two years on your clock. If you're sitting there in bad relationships, kind of the way that you're coasting through your life isn't really where you want to be. The timer hasn't started on that two years yet. So if you don't clear out the space for you to start to attract the thing in that you desire, you're kind of wasting time because that timer of say that, for example, two years of someone coming to you starts when you start to clear the space. It doesn't start when you're kind of wasting time giving mixed messages about what you want. It starts from when you actually make decisions about getting crappy things out of your life and leaving things open to come. The timer starts then. So don't waste time in crappy stuff. Don't waste time filling because it's only going to take so much longer for you to get where you want to go. 
good luck. If this has resonated with you, you've got any questions on it, you know you can find me on my Instagram account at Stacey June. I often put up little um, little motivational memes and different types of uh, different types of posts on the Single Pringle AU Instagram account, which you can also follow. Uh, and I absolutely love hearing your questions there. I'm going to do a couple more Q and A's over the next few weeks, but I'm very excited. This particular woman is going to be. I guess under all of our uh, our view over the next few months as to how she processes and works her single life and who she would like to attract into that. She will be the most discussed single girl in the country, wink, wink, and she will join me on a single Pringle episode over the next few weeks talking about how she got to this point, how she's ready to meet someone and her self-care regime as a single lady. I cannot wait for you to hear that chat and I can't wait for us to expand uh, the single Pringle episode into different kinds of shows. Of course, any questions, throw them at me. Podcast at stacyjune.com is where you can find them. Ed, this one was for you. I hope you enjoy and I will be back on Thursday with another interview episode on the Stacey June Show. Till then, ciao. This has been another Bijou Podcast production. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 